Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. David had to walk through the valley of the shadow of death to learn that he did not have to fear any evil because Almighty God was with him. Joshua, Caleb, you know, they they saw the same giants that the other spies saw. And they had to make a choice. Apparently, 40 years later, Joshua was still battling with it. They had to make a choice to act not based on the emotion, not based on the fear, but based on truth based on what they knew to be true about the character of God. In this life, we will walk through some dark shadows and valleys. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches us that trials and valleys are opportunities to trust in the Lord. Just like the characters of the Bible, we too have to step forward in faith. We don't act based on our emotion, but on the truth and character of God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to chapter 4 of 1 Peter, and let's join Pastor Robert with part 2 of today's message. It kept them from entering in. The Israelites, you know, they, you remember the, the story. That, I mean, all the grown-ups died, right? There's like 2 million of them that said, no, 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 no. no. We're, we're not going to go in and fight those battles. Those people are giants. And I mean, and look at us. There's no way that we can can go in and do that. We're not going to do it. And out of a couple of million, only two guys, Caleb and Joshua, said, no, 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 but, but we serve the living God. What do we have to be afraid of? But they were afraid. Forty years later, as Joshua was preparing to lead the people once again, the descendants of those who had no faith, God kept saying to him, over and over and over, God said to Joshua, be strong and courageous. Joshua, do not fear. I'm with you. Be strong and courageous, Joshua. Because they still battled with the temptation that you and I battle with, the temptation toward unbelief. I deal with it all the time, you know. I mean, I, I, I know you took care of this last time, but this time it's different. That's what unbelief sounds like in your heart. I know you've all, you've all, I mean, you've been faithful Never gone hungry, but this time it's different. Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. That rebellion, that hardness of heart against the voice of the Lord was produced by their unbelief. It does serious harm in our lives. And so he often allows circumstances, afflictions, trials, whatever you want to call it, he allows these things in your life to prove to you that his character hasn't changed. It never changes. He will walk you through the valley of the shadow of death. And you will learn to fear no evil, for God is with you. You see that? You know, it just hit me one day that, like with, with Isaiah and, and with David, you know, when, he, when David wrote the 23rd Psalm, that David 
had to walk through the valley of the shadow of death to learn that he did not have to fear any evil because Almighty God was with him. Joshua, Caleb, you know, they they saw the same giants that the other spies saw. And they had to make a choice. Apparently, 40 years later, Joshua was still battling with it. They had to make a choice to act not based on the emotion, not based on the fear, but based on truth. Based on what they knew to be true about the character of God. Because inside, they were scared to death. So God kept repeating himself, don't be afraid, don't be afraid, be courageous, be courageous, Joshua. You need to be courageous, Joshua. Because Joshua didn't feel very courageous. But he acted on truth, and he led the people of Israel into the land. He stood up to the enemy, he fought the battles, and he saw God deliver them. That's the way it works. You have to go into some of the battles and see God come through for you. You have to go into these struggles and see for yourself God's faithfulness. He knows that about you. And so because he loves you so much, he walks you into those hard things. He demonstrates to us that he will never leave us, nor will he forsake us. Second point that I want you to see here. Verse 13 says that that we should rejoice when we suffer for our faith. See, sometimes we suffer to produce deeper faith. Sometimes we suffer because we have that faith. Rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. If you're reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you, for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he's blasphemed, but on your part, he's glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody. I'm telling you, you got to circle that one. Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed. Let him glorify God in this matter. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. You see, the only way we can learn this lesson, get to a point where we can truly rejoice in the middle of it, like they did. Do you understand, these people suffered. I mean, they went through some stuff. Most of us, not really. I mean, you do realize that searching for a parking space on Sunday morning is not suffering for Jesus. That's not, right? You realize that, right? Now, these guys, they suffered for their faith, and they rejoiced in it. How did they get to that point? How did they reach a point in their faith that they could truly rejoice in their, in their suffering? Well, let me give you a tip. By contemplating the end game. What do I mean by that? What I mean is, if you want to grow enough spiritually to be able to rejoice in the middle of suffering, it will require that you contemplate what God says he is accomplishing through that suffering in your life. You have to consider it. What is he doing? You have to go with that same question, why? James says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask for it. Just ask the question. Guard your heart, you know, because again, God doesn't, he doesn't tolerate accusations very well, but he loves questions. Ask him why. God, why? Why did you allow that? Why are you allowing this? What are, what are we doing? He's not intimidated. He's not aggravated by your question. He will answer, maybe not immediately. I'm not saying you can expect, you know, an email from God immediately, you know, Facebook Messenger. 
It's because of this. No, that's probably not going to happen. But he will answer your questions if you will ask them with a sincere heart to know. He'll teach you. That's what the refining process is all about. It's about you and me growing up, spiritually speaking. It's painful, but it's worth it. See, that's what he says. Don't be surprised. Yes, it's painful. Yes, sometimes it's brutal, but it's worth it. It will be worth it in eternity. You will be grateful in the long run. The Apostle Paul wrote in Romans chapter 8, verse 18, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Do you understand that what he's saying right there is the more you suffer, the more glory is being produced in your life? No, you're, you're, it's not like you're going to get glory. You know, it's not like other people are going to be able to see your halo as you're walking around. Wow, look what a godly woman. No, maybe not. Maybe, maybe you'll live your entire life as an unknown. I want to be well-known in heaven. And he goes, he goes on to expand on, on this concept, you know. But then verse 25, just the last statement in, in verse 25, he says, if we hope for what we do not see, this glory that we don't yet see, this product of our suffering that we can't yet see, this, you know, this incredible outcome that God says is going to be the result of of whatever it is you're going through. He says, if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Our eager expectation must not be that life will someday get easier. Stop hoping for that. It may not. But look forward to the eternal fruit which is being produced in your life that will one day give you cause to look him in the eye and say, thank you for not letting up. You know, the Bible says one day that's, that's going to be true. You got it right. You were, you were right all along. I should have known you're God, and I'm just, you got it right. Thank you. Eagerly wait for that, he says, with perseverance. You know, the famous preacher C.T. Studd once said, some want to live within the sound of church or chapel bell. I want to want to run a rescue shop within a yard of hell. Isn't that awesome? What was he saying? I don't want the comfortable, easy life. Now give me the difficult one with the big payoff. We're so glad you joined us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com. There you'll find an archive of previous broadcasts, as well as a link to our Facebook page. Like our page to keep up to date on everything happening at Main Thing Radio, and add some encouragement to your newsfeed. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. We're so blessed to be a part of God's kingdom advancement through these broadcasts. But just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? This month, we have a special thank you gift. For any donation of $20 or more, we'll send you a copy of Philip Yancey's book, What's So Amazing About Grace? This book takes a deep look at what grace means at a practical level in the midst of the trials and triumphs faced by everyday people. 
Yancey explores tragic historical events and discusses how we can find and show grace. If you feel led to contribute or would like more information, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. From all of us at Main Thing Radio, we want to thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on Main Thing Radio.